Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everyone has some columns, some stories that are must-read material. And for a ton of people, for a long time, that was Peter King's Monday Morning Quarterback for NBC Sports. And Peter King announced on Monday Morning Quarterback uh, his column earlier this week that he is going to retire. And he joins us now. And Peter, you know, you've experienced a lot of different things throughout your career. I just want to know, is there a particular moment or moments or a story, specific interviews that you could look back and say that, you know, that was probably the coolest thing that I've done in my career? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I thought it was, I don't know, one of the things that I thought was really fun was, um, honestly, was going to... uh, uh, was was going doing a story on a week in the life of an officiating crew in 2013. You know, when I went and visited uh, five members of Gene Steratore's officiating crew during the week and then was with them during the game in the locker room mm-hmm. beforehand and, and then at the game and then in the locker room afterwards. Uh, because, you know, one of my one of my things that I always was, that I always really wanted to do. I had a journalism professor at Ohio university who said, your job is to take people where they can't go and tell them things that they can't know, you know, without you. And so I always felt that if I could do something, you know, I took a bus ride across the United States with John Madden when he was at his peak, those are the kind of things I really, really enjoyed doing because at the time, people just couldn't do those. And so I took a lot of pride in illuminating things about the game that people didn't know. You know, Peter, uh, first of all, congratulations um, on your career and, and your decision. Of course, I, w- I was sort of reflecting on your career and, like, you know, people could do different things at different times in history and, like, not much would change, right? Like, maybe if you covered football for 30 years between 1920 and 1950, like, you know, the way the game was covered, the game itself, not monumental yeah. change. Like the confluence of your career, both through how the media evolved and exploded. And I'm sitting here watching some dude I've never heard of run a 40 right now <laughs> on the NFL network. And there's millions of people around the country watching that. Right. Like just to see the game explode and the media explode, like to think back to where those things were when you started to now, it's, it's got to be kind of crazy. Well, when you think about it, Jason, in 2000, 
when I went to the scouting combine in Indianapolis, uh, the NFL desperately did not want us there. Yeah. It was like me and Clayton and Len Pascarelli, Rick Gossel, and a few others. Max, there was 20. There might have been 15. Right. But, and last year, there were 1,241 <laughs> credentialed media at the scouting combine. And so, okay, it's a generation. That's 23 years or whatever, 20-something years. So that's quite a bit of time. But I don't know what else increases uh, by 50-fold, or I don't even know what that is, but it's a lot. Um, and I think what, what it's meant, honestly, is that because there are just so many people covering the game, you know, what it's meant is that the people who've covered the game for a long time and who who have sort of a baseline of knowledge and have some pretty good sources in and around the game, you know people, you you know, I've met Andy Reid in 1995 when he was the tight ends coach in Green Bay. Right. So people say, geez, how did you get to spend 10 minutes with him alone after the game with your videographer in his office? telling the story of the winning play in the Super Bowl. Well, I've known the guy right. for 29 years. And so that, that really becomes more important than ever. And, and, you know, honestly, if I, if Sports Illustrated hadn't hired me in 1989, I would have been just a guy because Sports Illustrated in 1989, 90, was big, having a Sports Illustrated reporter in there was bigger than having Sal Palantonio right. and Jeff Darlington in there these days because Sports Illustrated was bigger than ESPN. It was the biggest thing in the media back then. That was a humongous help to me. And so, look, I just happened to come along at the right time, work my rear end off, and good things happened. But there's also just the way stories are told, right? Because like your thing yeah. with Andy Reid, you could do that on your phone now, right? But when you're yeah. covering the Bengals and something happens and you're on the road in the middle <laughs> of the night, you're trying to find a payphone to call in a correction to your story. Well, here's the other thing, Jason, that is absolutely crazy. That in 1996, Brett Favre uh, on a Thursday morning was going to take a private plane to Topeka, Kansas to go into rehab for a Vicodin addiction. And on Wednesday night, he called me and he told me and I interviewed him and told me the whole story. And the craziest thing of all, that was 1996. There was no internet then. There might have been an internet, but I didn't start writing Monday morning quarterback until late 97. So there really was no outlet for me to tell the story right. for six days. I sat on that story for six days, just praying that nobody else talked to Brett Favre. And that is how the media has changed. Today, uh, that, would have been, I, that, that story would have been everywhere on that Wednesday night and probably Thursday morning. And at noon on Thursday, everybody would have moved on. Right. All right, what's next? You know, and obviously in the span of, you know, 25 years or so, the world uh, has been flipped on its head. Uh, Peter, what about the on-field product? I mean, you've gone to 40 consecutive Super Bowls, and 
just how this game has evolved over you know the past three, four decades at this point. Do you like the direction it's going, all the changes that have happened? Well, I think the NFL has to be extremely careful because Roger Goodell, Rich McKay, and the competition committee, the coaches, they have to be extremely careful because uh, starting in about 2010, when players like James Harrison were just lighting guys up and all they were getting until that point was 15-yard penalties and maybe getting a fine. But then the NFL started coming down hard on those things. Players went nuts. Uh, Kevin Mawai, the union president at the time in 2010, said the league office should take the skirts off. I mean, and, but the NFL knew, they knew at that time that, that problems were coming. Huge problems were on the horizon. Soon after that, uh, Dave Dewerson killed himself because he was having such mental issues at the time. 2012, Junior Seau, 43 years old, a great American hero, killed himself. And you know what? They both shot each other. They shot, uh, Seau shot himself. uh, Dave Dewerson shot himself in the chest. You know why? They wanted their their brains to be examined. And good for them. And they were riddled with CTE. And that is, to me, around 2010, 11, 12, 13, really the line of demarcation when the league said, okay, if we don't watch it, there is going to be no football by 2030. Because what parent in his or her right mind would send their child to start to play tackle football at age 8, 9, 10? It would be crazy. So I think, I think the league has really gotten better in that regard, although – it has to be a constant battle. And then I think, I think the other thing on the field is, and, and again, this is tangentially on the field, but I, I think the league uh, really in its embrace of sports betting, sports gambling, uh, really had better be careful because there are going to be so many lives ruined. And you know what they're all going to say five, six, eight years from now? Well, When I watched the NFL back in 2023, 24, 25, uh, every three seconds, there was a huge gambling ad. Come on, gamble here. You can get this free, free $200 after your first bet. You know, I mean, it's just, it's like, it's like, come on for alcoholics. Hey, here, just have one drink. So look, that's a little bit harsh. I understand people are going to gamble. I get it. It's not illegal. So what really the NFL can do, but man. The NFL has gotten in bed with the gambling companies pretty darn fast. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty remarkable reversal there. Before we let you go, I, I've asked a lot of people these questions over the years, and they often say the same thing, the people. You know, what are you going to, to miss most when you move to a different part of your career, a different segment of your life? But, like, outside of that, Peter, like, what what – do you th- sort of what part of this is it the hardest to let go of? Is it those 5 a.m. drives into work with with a coach or hanging out with Steratore's crew, the kind of stuff that, like, yeah. you know, not many people get to do? Or is it going to be kicking it in the press box, um, you know, at halftime of a Super Bowl? Like, what do you think is going to kind of be the last you know, the sort of pool? Thing, the biggest thing I'll miss by far is, you know, I went to Kansas City training camp last year in St. Joseph, Missouri, 
let's say it was August 7th. I don't know what day it was, but it was one day. And I had a half hour with Andy Reid. And at the end of the conversation, I said, hey, Andy, when you win the Super Bowl this year, I want to do the same thing I did this past year when you told me the corn dog story uh, and how you beat the Philadelphia Eagles with those uh, pass routes uh, run by Kadarius, Tony, and Sky Moore. And I want to do that again this year when you win the Super Bowl. So he smiled and looked at me and kind of chuckled. And he said, all right, (laughs) we'll do it. And, you know, it's one thing to say that, but I knew I had that at that moment. And look, I asked several other coaches the exact same thing. Hey, would you win the Super Bowl? And I would show people my video with Andy right. Reid alone in his office after the game last year. So, so anyway, I will miss planting seeds, mm. babysitting it throughout the year, reminding coaches through the year, uh, reminding Kyle Shanahan when I rode to work with him, hey, when you win the Super Bowl, we're going to spend – just five minutes after the game, me and my videographer with you. Okay, okay. So those, and then walking out of Andy Reid's office, knowing that mm. we got it, we got it. Those are the things I'll miss. Those are the things I won't be able to replace. Well, Peter King, congratulations on an unbelievable career, and and thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for all the stories you've told, brother, and 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 enjoy this. Hey. Thanks very much, guys. Really appreciate it. Take care. You got it, bud. Absolutely. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.